Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. What's up, guys? It's Nikki Lachey, and you are listening to Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, Beyond Borders Media. And trust me, if you hear something you didn't like, go do your research. <laughs> I promoted this all day, so I'm ready to go, folks. I'm ready to go. This kid gravity. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in. A Saturday show. I know some of y'all, especially down here in the south, y'all, y'all getting ready to go out. Y'all getting ready to go to your parties at Boogaloo Lounge or I don't know if Believe Music Hall is open, but or what what the one name? Republic. Yeah, I'll be knowing. Just because I don't go out anymore doesn't mean I don't know the Atlanta hotspots. So while you're getting ready to figure out what outfit you're going to wear that will coincide with you once you leave the club to go to church, so nobody thinks that you're a club hopping person, and it's still respectful, you can listen to me. Go off on black people. Because black people, we messed up. And we messed up big. So you're watching the screen on the audio for my folks. We're going to talk about the platinum plan today. You know, that failed measure 10 months ago that was started by Ice Cube and two black men, Dr. Claude Anderson and Boyce Watkins, that subsequently trickled up to Trump's team headed by Katrina Pearson who amended it to the current final draft of the platinum plan who the current administration said while they were running let's talk to Ice Cube after the election then they made the promise that they're going to talk to Ice Cube after the election he got the call still hasn't been able to book the zoom meeting or since the airports are now open more, book the flight. But Kamala can sit up there and take pictures with the baby. And Biden can talk about how a young girl, young black girl, wanted ice cream and wanted to sit on his lap. Yeah, black folks, this is what y'all voted for. But tonight, I'm going to explain the platinum plan to you because a lot of people missed it. Y'all didn't allow Ice Cube to go on and fully air out his plan because you decided to send black women to yell him down like Angel Garza. I'm sorry, not Angel Garza. That is a wrestler. Alicia Garza. One third 
of the crappy Black Lives Matter global network who is, well, who was allowed to go on Butterball Roland Martin's show, yell at this man for not doing something for black women, but then we come to find out that she's married to white supremacy. <laughs> Can't make this up, folks. And then we watched the brother Ice Cube go on the show Cocktails with, I'm going to be respectful, Cocktails with Chicken Heads and get yelled at again. Lisa Ray was the only one that, that, that put him over. So tonight, I'm going to put on my economist cap. I was a fairly good economy student. And I'm going to explain how black people let $7 trillion escape the community because you did not like the white man who was giving it to you. That's right, folks. I said it. I'll say it again. And I got the coon mask next to me. So anybody think that I'm cooning, let me know when you hear this whenever. And I will take a picture and send it to you of me wearing the coon mask. Because y'all could say this is coon talk, but this is someone who thinks about the community. Seven trillion dollars. The current national debt is projected to hit 28. We would have been net positive on that. We could have made inroads, but black people didn't want to do that. They wanted to buck dance, twerk, pee pop when these two idiots got in, not realizing that you pee popped away $7 trillion. And I'll explain it, but a little perfunctory before I start. I did an interview on Monday, Memorial Day. Shout out to 257 down in Tulsa. I'm sorry, was it Tulsa? No, the 257 soldiers. I'm confusing the two things. The 257 soldiers that died, why Memorial Day is a national holiday. Shout out to them and their families. But I did an interview with Miss Zizi of A to Z TV here on YouTube. So you could probably look up in the right hand corner when this video gets fully uploaded and check out that interview after you listen to this. Don't do it before. Because if you do it before, you're going to get upset at what I'm going to say. Uh, this is June 5th. Tomorrow, June 6th, we are going to be live on Instagram. Let me see if I can get Rose Gold into this. Now we'll be talking with Miss Shalakimia Moffitt. Y'all know her. She she's she's polarizing. She she gets black women in their feelings. She talks truth. She defends men. So we're gonna talk you know, about a whole litany of black topics. So we're gonna do that on IG. I'm finally, I'm finally gonna do a Beyond Borders on IG. Maybe some of her followers can come over to this sector and get pissed off on what I say. And yes, I am currently working on a secret documentary right now. I'm still gathering information on it. Hopefully I can get it recorded for July. I'm still going to do the Christopher Dorner video or live show. I'm not sure yet because I, I really want to do that. And 
free Bill Cosby. We have to always throw that in there. Oh, and black folks, before we start. But you know what? I'll save that for later. Let's get to the show. So for those watching visually, you see President Trump's promise to black America over four years. That's part of the platinum plan. For those on the audio, I'm going to list everything. And then we're going to go through it one by one. And I'm going to show you where black people messed up at. Plus, I have some other things that are going to show you that this administration never cared about us. But, you know, they took the votes and ran. But, you know, that's usually how it goes with the Democrats. So let's begin. So President Trump's promise to black America over four years increased access to capital in black communities by almost $500 billion. Okay. Number one, folks. When he created the, his original platinum plan, the money was only $250 billion. And some of you say, bad. that's, you know, that's still a significant amount of money. Again, when Contract with Black America came up, Ice Cube asked for $500 billion. Katrina Pearson and her squad said, okay, let's talk to this man. They talked and went back to Trump and said, you know what, you need to double that money. Because there's things that Black people need that the $250 billion is not going to get. So he said, make it happen. So he made it happen. And this is what we have. Three million new jobs for the black community. You don't uh, create creating 500,000 new black owned businesses. Increase access to capital in black communities by almost $500 billion. Safe urban neighborhoods with highest, highest policing standards. Commit to working on a second step act. Access to better education and job training opportunities. Give black churches the ability to compete for federal resources for their community. Bring better and tailored health care to address historic disparities. Immigration policy that protects American jobs. Advance home ownership opportunities, enhance financial literacy in the black community. And onshoring manufacturing to advance jobs and develop opportunities for black owned businesses. Okay, let's go through these 12 things, 11 things. Okay, number one, three million new jobs for the black community. That should be self-explanatory, ladies and gentlemen. Black people need jobs. This um, inflation money that they're printing a day, all day, is not going to last forever. And your black dollar is going to be worth even less than it was before this pandemic hit. And I don't think black people understand this. Now, y'all going to tell me, oh, we're putting in cryptocurrency and Forex and all this. That's great. Again, you're playing a game of markets where people can dictate it and you're not empowered to control it. Just like I'm watching people all excited over these AMC stocks. Guess what? The AMC stock I'm reading from three reliable sources that that stock is not worth what you think it's worth. It's, I think it was trading at 30. I think it's really worth 15. That's what they're saying. Again, this is not financial advice. I'm just showing you. But if AMC happens to bounce back, you guys are in the you guys are in the money. If not, hey, you have a stock that's worth half of what it's worth. I would suggest y'all go look up the Enron documentary. That's fascinating. Okay, number two, creating five hundred thousand new black-owned businesses. Now. I did a show, I don't remember which one it is, but it's on the podcast. I talked about using the platinum plan money, the 250 billion. Well, you know what? 
I'll, let's discuss that first before I get into that second part, because I don't want to confuse y'all. Okay. So in black in the black and not economic empowerment and access to capital section, the second part was seek infrastructure funding that will lead to widespread growth in the annual $500 billion federal contracting opportunity. And then also says grow minority owned businesses with additional tasks costs to stimulate hiring and investment. Okay. I explained that we should have voted this man in and taken that money, a $250 billion in federal money, federal grant money, and buy up all these abandoned buildings in these black neighborhoods. Because we all know, especially I'm from New York, y'all know this. You could find at least two abandoned buildings per block. Abandoned buildings, buildings per block. Usually in between two businesses that are open. And I said, you guys should take, should use that federal money, buy those buildings, give it to black folks. Now they already own the building. So that's a huge asset to have because you're not paying rent or a mortgage to a bank or a private lender. You own it. So now you have capital. And then you start building the businesses in there. Whatever it is. But you're already starting. You could start already less in the red than you what you would have been had you had to go take out a loan to buy that building. But people didn't think about that. We as a community didn't think about that. I even said you could even go as far as taking a couple billion out of that and creating abatements. That way, even if these businesses say, okay, I can't, if they don't get granted that opportunity, you have a year to build your business up before your mortgage kicks in. Like basically, we would cover it. That that money would cover it for a year. You set yourself up, and then you take over the payments. But we didn't think like that. It was about, hey, Trump bad. We, he got to go. Okay, fine. Increase access to capital in black communities by almost $500 billion. Again, you could have established black banks with government money that you didn't have to pay back. Black banks, black businesses, black infrastructure. You could have, especially up in New York, I'm gonna use New York in a lot in this reference. You could have outbid them, them the juice for these buildings. These apartment buildings in these gentrified neighborhoods, why can't we have that? Gentrification is safe money. They don't tell you that, though, because we don't run it. I read an article months ago. These two men of Jewish descent, they did a deal where one acquired, I think it was what, it was over, it was a portfolio of real estate 
properties worth billions. We could have did that. I had an idea. Establish a pipeline between Brooklyn and Manhattan that works for black people. Since those are the two major areas where black people are in the city. Even though Brooklyn and Harlem, we all know New Yorkers know they hate each other. We know this. But you can get, you could have gotten money flowing through those two areas. But we didn't think about that. Because it wasn't the right white man. Okay, fine. Here's the one that really pisses me off, folks. Safe urban neighborhoods with highest policing standards and commit to working on a second step act. Okay. So we've all heard for a year. Defund the police. Defund the police. Abolish the police. Cool. Okay. Then what? Tell me, ladies and gentlemen. Then what? Hmm? Police gone. Okay. Who's controlling the crime in the neighborhood? Who is stopping y'all's so-called race soldiers from showing up? And uh, what? Airing out the hood. Hmm. Nah, y'all don't think like that. Y'all want to thumb your nose at the cops. Okay. I said you could have taken a billion dollars. New York, Chicago, L.A. We could do Atlanta, St. Louis. We could even throw in New Orleans for good measure. So each one of those cities gets $166 million. And then you have $400 million left over. You could have established neighborhood watches in all these little black neighborhoods. Since y'all don't want police. So since y'all don't want police... You could have had neighborhood watches. Not only would you have had neighborhood watches, you could have employed black lawyers, black social workers, black therapists, black business owners. Then y'all could have came back around and said, okay, we'll hire people to patrol these neighborhoods. We can hire some off-duty cops if we want. Came a part-time salary to assist these patrols. You could even establish a task force with the so-called race soldiers to make sure these neighborhoods are not being overrun with crime. But nobody thought about that. So not only are you keeping your neighborhood safe, you're paying black people. So the money stays in the communities. Stays in black wallets. But nobody thought about that. 
committing to working on a second step act. I'm telling you, folks, when the COVID really starts lifting up and these restrictions start going away, I swear to God, brothers that are on child support, y'all going to be the first ones they're going after. I promise you. You guys are going to be the first. All you dumbass rioters that sat out there for months playing around, smashing up things, you're next. Y'all worried about January 6th so much. Y'all don't even see what's about to happen. It's about to be a hot summer. Because we know, we know these riots are going to start up again. We know this. Because Quiet as it's kept, I know most people don't watch news anymore. Black people got killed. But notice your news didn't pick it up. I'm going to say that again. Black people were killed by police. The news, the ones that told you that the previous administration was harboring white supremacy who were quick to every time a black person got killed by the police whoop, right on TV. Notice how you haven't heard any and they've been about five months in. You saw how it slowly went away. They're going to start treating us again like they used to do with Clinton. They just going to lock us up. No fanfare, no, no, Giant trials, none of that. They're just going to chalk it up to, eh, that's just black people. Another crime bill is coming, folks. Matter of fact, I tell a lie, it's already here. He signed it two weeks ago with the AAPI. Go mess with them now. The task force will break down your door. That's a hate crime. That's not going to be city charges anymore, folks. Because guess what they can do now? It ain't going to be local DAs trying them cases. You know who's going to be? Mm-hmm. Y'all's assistant DAs. State charges. Might even go federal if, it's, if it gets out there. Y'all want to play with fed charges? That means you got to do at least 85% of your time. You got to do them months. But again, y'all didn't think about that because it wasn't the right white man. Okay. Let's continue. Access to better education and job training opportunities. I told my wife this again. I tell her this at least every week. What is Kamala Harris's black woman agenda? What is it? I'm still waiting for it. And she'd been running for she was she was on the trail for a year. And now she's been in office. For almost five months. What is the black woman agenda? Please tell me. I would love to know. Where is the better education and job training opportunities that Biden is doing? Hmm. Oh, I know what he's doing. Those on the audio. You're going to love this. 
Guess what Biden did, since y'all probably don't listen to the news anyway. Guess what Biden did? I got to share this. Y'all going to love this. This is where I prove that Biden does not give a damn about black businesses. Bam. What does the title say, ladies and gentlemen? Read it for yourself. I'll read it for the people that are on the audio. In sprint to COVID-19 vaccine goal, Biden administration to team up with black barbershops. This came out on June 2nd. And not only just that black barbershops, hey, black women, come in, come close. He got the black beauty salons to go along with this. A thousand in total. Y'all not ready for this conversation, are you? But I'm going to make you ready tonight. Yes, folks, he did it. He's successfully about to destroy black businesses. A thousand of them. Because he's looking at them numbers. He's like, these Negroes ain't getting this vaccine. I got these pharmaceutical companies breathing down my damn neck. What am I going to do? Oh, let's throw lotteries at supermarkets for a million dollars and free groceries. Oh, they're not going for that? Hmm. Okay. Free airline tickets. Um, people bought their tickets when it was cheap. They're just, and rem remember too, these airlines said these tickets are open. You can, you don't have to change the date if you don't want to, or if you do, it's free. And remember, they used to charge you a hell of a lot of fees just to change the date. They didn't even charge people dates, date fees anymore. So that didn't work. We saw the food. That sure as hell didn't work. We laughed at people that did that. Donuts for a jab? Yeah, okay, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go over here. So he said, "What? where else can we attack black people at? Because they know, remember, they tried to fast food places. They said, eh. I mean, some idiots went, but by and large, we didn't go. So we go to a place where it's supposed to be a safe haven, ladies and gentlemen. We went. He said, let's go to the black barbershops, the black beauty salons. It's so egregious, ladies and gentlemen. The cocksucker has a mention for it. He has. I'm, I'm sure he copyrighted this, too. He came up with slogans. As part of his June month, month of action, Biden announced shots at the shop, an initiative bringing together a thousand black owned barbershops and beauty salons across the nation to serve as vaccination locations. Nigga. Uh, all right. For those on Instagram, I'm leaving. I'm going to still on YouTube. So please follow the link in the bio and come over and watch the rest of the show. Peace. This fool signed up a thousand barbershops and beauty salons to give out jabs. So you're telling me that if my barbershop is giving out the jab, I get a dark Caesar and a jab. While he's putting the alcohol on me, he's going to ask me if I want a vaccine.
when he's using the razor, he's going to ask me for the vaccine. When y'all females go to get y'all washing set, y'all get washed set in the jab. So you get a deep conditioning and a deep disease. Shea Moisture is in on this. Y'all are going to, in real time, watch Biden destroy a thousand small black businesses. You can't make this up, folks. This is hilarious. Y'all are going to give away shots at a place where black people are supposed to. I don't see y'all doing it at the Asian nail salons. I don't see this. I don't see y'all doing it in the Dominican hair salons. I don't see this. Now, maybe he is doing it and he's not going to reply. I don't see it. Aveda is not putting out COVID-19 vaccines while chicks are going in there to get, get haircuts. I don't see this. But you're going to successfully destroy a thousand black businesses because we already know black people, you pull something like this on us, we're not going to support you anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if they release this list or people go in there and they and they start talking that vax shot talk. People are going to go run on their in their Yelps and their Facebooks and their Googles and their Instagrams and destroying their business with one star ratings. But this was y'all. Now, this one on Trump's thing, I disagreed with. Moving on. Give black churches the ability to compete for federal resources for their community. No. The black church has been a failure for decades. I did. We did a show on that. The black church is dead. Now, all you Christians can come after me, whatever. We could have that discussion. But the black church is dead. I wouldn't give them one red cent. What has the black church done since the pandemic hit. I watched the church that Jamal Bryan was in before he went down to Atlanta, charging $150 for a COVID for, for a COVID thing. Nope. I ain't no 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 no. I didn't see too many churches giving back to the community. I'm seeing churches setting up apps so you can donate to them and pay your offering while they do Zoom services. How much of that money went back to the community? The community that is supposedly being hit the hardest 
over COVID. What has the black church done? All that tax-free money they get, how come they haven't been buying up the buildings in these communities? So that part of Trump's thing, I didn't agree with. Next part, bring better and tailored health care to address historic disparities. Okay, we know what this is. Healthcare, yes, is a big problem in the black community. A lot of us don't have doctors, me, myself included, but I'm changing that. We usually get it through the jobs. If you don't have a job, you're not going to get it. Obamacare was a failure. Y'all can get mad at me all you want, all you Obama stands. I said it. Obamacare was a failure. It actually cost more people than it helped. Businesses closed because they couldn't afford it. People were paying high premiums. He said he was supposed to help you. He sits up there and puts up a, a fine if you don't have it. You can bring tailored health care all you want. It's incumbent on the privates. And we already know they view black, black people as high premiums. My solution, and this is going to piss off Big Pharma, but I don't care. You need to ensure holistic. If you're going to give Better and tailored healthcare, pay the holistic doctors. Because most people rather go holistic anyway. Set up a, a system, a medical system where holistic doctors can get paid through insurance. Black people could have taken that $500 billion in grant money and, and could have did that. It only cost me, it might have cost us $10 billion out of that money. We could have set up a holistic medical system. You put all the holistic doctors in that in in that registry for those cities everywhere in the country, boom. You get them, you get that money. Average is like $175 a visit. You're bringing business to black doctors who can't get into these traditional medical systems, you're keeping them afloat and you're promoting them. But again, black people didn't think about that because this plan was not given by the real white man. Immigration policy that protects American jobs. Self-explanatory. Immigration kicks the black people's ass first. Don't mess with the white people. We're the ones they attack first. They come to our neighborhoods, yes, as they're right. Because it's low income, they can get their start. A couple years down the road, they've established their business in our community. Boom, take the money out. And then they live in, in middle class. And we don't have enough black businesses where we can put our black dollars into it.
which goes back to what I said before about buying these buildings. Advanced home ownership opportunities enhance financial literacy in the black community. I'm going to leave that one alone because I want to touch on that when I go into what we should have did with the money that we could have circulated over 10 years. And last is onshoring manufacturing to advance jobs and develop opportunities for black owned businesses. Okay. Manufacturing is always going to be a great investment. Steel, lumber, chips, um, electronics, cars. It would have been nice if we had access to that money to start investing in those sectors. And it's also going to tie into when I talk about the thing I just mentioned, because then you would have had a pipeline to have the younger generation learn trades, but we're going to get into that. So... We also have all these things that were added via the contract with Black America. So I already talked about the first two things. Now, they created, I don't know who created it. It might have been Obama. They created the Minority Business Development Agency. That was basically supposed to be like the liaison to the black communities. So if they have ideas to improve our communities, they could go to them instead of going through all these back channels. But again, you know, that's hindsight. Increase the number of Black-owned contracting businesses, financial services, entities, and private equity investment firms through regulatory reform and up to $40 billion in government funding alongside traditional private investment. It would be nice to have more Black banks outside of Greenwood. Wouldn't have been nice. Wouldn't have been nice to have more Black contractors, but then again, you know, you're playing that, that bidding game and, you know, Eh, I mean, it would look more attractive for us to have federal money behind it, but then you know how the Fed is. It, they're they're finicky with, with giving out money, things like that. So it, it might have hurt us in the long run, but you know, I have to really sit down and really research that stuff. That's not my area of expertise. I don't know about that, really. Uh, advanced lending relationships with financial institutions. Nah, that ain't going to work. Because we know them banks, they were jacked up the rates on us just so they could get more money out of government. Eh. The PPP was, I ain't going to say it was a scam, but it didn't benefit us. Because like every other group, we had people that took advantage of it. So the people that really needed it didn't get it. And 
their businesses closed and we're here where we are now. Shout out to California. One third of their restaurants aren't coming back. That's millions of dollars. Host senior executives from major financial institutions on a quarterly basis to advance new and equitable lending programs for black communities. Again, that goes back to what I just said. They're going to do it because they'll, they'll know there's money coming from the government that they don't have to fight for. And they're just jacking up more on us to get the money back. Plus make interest. I'm not with that. But again, like I said, this whole thing was a framework. We could have, we could have eliminated or changed language on it. But again, hindsight. More education opportunities. Federal, state, and local community partnership to close failing schools to replace with full school choice and education opportunities put American parents back in control over their kids' futures. Okay. Vouchers. Now they're starting to bring up vouchers again. But when we brought up vouchers years ago, they said it was no good. And I'm talking about black people. And I'm talking about white people. White people got nothing to do with this. I'm talking about black people got upset over vouchers. Because they said the schools in our neighborhood should just be as good. But the problem is nobody's investing in your neighborhood. You could have changed that with this. We would have had money coming in that would have taken these schools, put us in control of it. We could have improved it. If you keep up with the news, they just stopped the homie King Randall down here in Georgia from opening his school because the school board wasn't going to get their cut out of it. We know that's what that was. They didn't want, they didn't want black boys learning trades and learning skills, keeping them off the streets, which means that their arrests go down, which means they get less money. They didn't want that. Increased child care care tax credits to provide great access to quality preschool. Again, that goes back to what I just said. We should have taken that money, made sure he got in, taken that money, improved these schools. Make the schools desirable. Let the local neighborhood school compete with the private school. But again, a lot of people didn't think about that because it wasn't the right white man. Continue to protect the viral role of historic black college and university. Shout out to Deion Sanders. Shout out to the brother who left the HBCU and is about to enter the draft. HBCUs, HBCUs now can be viable in D1. They can get good recruits now for at least the next 10 years, at least. Well, six years. Even though I'm hearing now that Biden is talking about trying to cut their funding, but we'll see how that goes. Spur innovative ecosystems by connecting minority institutions with the federal government's broad range of scientific and engineering research and development. Okay. Sure. Increase the amount of Pell Grants and allow for vocational employment and second change home corners. I don't know what the hell that is. Well, vocational employment. Okay, that's trades. Okay, good. I can talk about this now. If this platinum plan was introduced, I would have loved to see 
middle school and high schools in the black communities get recertified for trade. Would have been nice to do auto tech again. Computer engineering. Cybersecurity. Financial literacy. Why can't these kids learn accounting in sixth grade? Why do they have to wait till college? How awesome would it have been to see a bunch of 17 and 16 year olds taking a CPA exam? Graduating high school certified public accountants. Bring in black people don't think like that. Now, again, all this stuff I'm talking about wasn't going to be overnight. This was going to have to be gradual. Advanced targeted apprenticeship and job training programs. Again, that's what I said. Welding, construction. Why can't black people have that? Eighteen to twenty-one year olds don't have to go to college. They could come out. Look at all these trade jobs and, and they can't fill. Starting salaries at eighty thousand dollars. But nah, we didn't think about that. It's all about the booty clapping. All y'all chucks and pearls, I don't care who don't like this. All y'all that wore y'all chucks and pearls that day, y'all are coons. I said it. Y'all can dislike the video and tell your people this. Like, I don't give a crap. Y'all are coons. Y'all that sat out there and cried those two got in, y'all are coons. Y'all are the true coons. Because most of y'all did no research on this chick. All you heard was Howard University, her daddy black. I'm going to vote for him. That's what y'all heard. Y'all elected a cop as your vice president, but y'all hate police. <laughs> y'all elected a chick who prosecutes cops cases that arrest black folks. But y'all say y'all hate police. The same woman who was DA when Oscar Green got killed and let the cop leave full pension. But y'all cool with that. I'm sure y'all gonna probably tell me, oh, because he was with a Spanish woman. Oscar Green don't get my I love. Yeah. Fine. Tell me that. She still let a white race soldier, that way y'all call him, the pig, she let him go home. And then when she became attorney general and had the opportunity to reopen the case and make sure to get justice, she said, nah. But that's who y'all voted for vice president. Go ahead. That's why I tell y'all. Y'all don't care about black folk. Y'all don't. It's trendy. I get mad at me all you want. The truth hurts.
the better and cheaper health care. Sure, you can do whatever you want. Again, that goes back to what I said before. You're going to have to either create a whole new system for black folks or you're going to have to try to go to Big Pharma and tell them they're going to have to change the rules. And we know they're not going to do that. They make way too much money off of us. They're pissed off that we're not taking this vaccine. Oh, and by the way, Biden's projections are going to fail by July. But, you know, that's another subject for another day. Ah, here's the one where Black Lives Matter. I'm sure they're going to show up around here. Safety and justice, safe streets. First step, first step, you guys can go look that up. Give black people a chance to get out of jail. 90% of them were black out of that program. Including Alice Johnson, who y'all called a coon. Especially the brother down in Louisiana who was sitting down for years, decades, because he stole a claw hammer. But go ahead and tell me, tell me, tell me how much of a coon Alice Johnson is. And this program was a was a failure. Go ahead. National Clemency Program. Focusing on wrongful prosecution and rehabilitation. You think you think look. They were emptying out all these Fed prisons. Those shareholders want their money back. They're not going to go for that. But we would have had legislation on the books. We could have reviewed all these people's cases. But again, as taxpayer money, we know they ain't going to go for it. Restore safety in America's great cities by working with police departments, community leaders, mental health professionals to install the most responsive, professional, accountable models of policing, including diversity training and accreditation standards. Again, that's what I said. Y'all don't want to deal with the police. Y'all want to defund them. Tell them, give us that money. We'll create neighborhood watches. We'll police our own, like the Jews do, like the Muslims do. You don't see NYPD going to a Jewish neighborhood. You do not see LAPD going to a Jewish neighborhood. I don't know where it is here in Atlanta. Those cops don't go over there. They handle it on their own. They have a problem. They call it the rabbi. He's the moderator. If something happens to a black person, you have a black lawyer on standby. You have black lawyers on standby. They take responsibility. They make sure we don't get railroaded. But y'all didn't think about that. Advanced second chance hiring to get rehabilitated citizens with criminal record back on the job. There's going to be both sides of the argument. We should do that. We shouldn't do that. That's I leave that up to you to design. Me personally, I work in an industry where people have been in jail. I have no problem with it. It's a trade job. You have skills under your belt. You can go anywhere you want. It depends on the employer. And going back to last part, federal policy for home ownership. Again, you're going to have to go through banks. It'd be better if we went through black banks to do that. 
Partner with local leaders in black communities to ensure maximum federal support for neighborhood revitalization. Hell no. That's got to be the people. You need the right leaders. Because we already know if that money ever came down, the first one's going to be all those those black folks with a handout, those politicians saying, yeah, we'll take care of it. And then we don't ever see that money. You have to get the independent people to do it. Tariq Nasheed, Jason Black, Riza Islam, people like that. And you monitor them. You account for every dollar. You go to them and say, listen, every 15 days we want to we want this money. We want an accounting. You could even do every week. We want an accounting of where you're spending this money. That's how you do it. Accountability. Oh, this is the one. I'm going to piss everybody off again. Hey, check this out. Two weeks, black folks. It's June 5th when you hear this show. Two weeks. In two weeks, it's going to be June 19th. What is June 19th, folks? Juneteenth. Guess what? Black people. Juneteenth is still not a federal holiday. And if it was a federal holiday, you would have got paid time and a half. This is just a reminder from Kid Gravity and Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. Juneteenth is still not a national holiday, folks. Off GP, black folks should have said, you know what? Let me look at this. He was willing to give y'all Juneteenth. Give us Juneteenth. This racist white man was willing to give us Juneteenth. Now, if that was from contract with black America, okay, fine, whatever. It was still in his plan. He could have said, nah, I don't want to do that. Prosecute the KKK and Antifa as terrorist organization make lynching a national hate crime. Was it Joss Kamala and Cory Booker, Spartacus, weren't they trying to push anti-lynching bills? But this white man already had it in his plan. He had it in his plan. He could have got it implemented like that. Y'all hate the KKK. We all hate the KKK. Terrorist organizations. You know what that would have meant? You catch a cop and he has ties to something like that, he's off the force. Y'all doing no down them cops. Y'all win. But y'all didn't think about that because you listened to the Chucks and Pearls crew. You, you listen to ill-informed black folks and those who think they know things like Mark Lamont Hill, which I plan to do a show about him because I found out something very disturbing about that man. And what he said about Francis Cress Wilson and Malcolm X. I'm going to eviscerate him. I know it's old news, but considering that Malcolm is having a hell of a resurgence right now, what he what he is alleged of doing, and I saw the proof, he's got to get got. But that's another subject for another day. 
fuel black farmers and access to healthy foods to address food disparity. Nigga. That federal money could have been used to outbid George. What's, what's the asshole's name? Bill Gates. He just bought almost a quarter billion dollars. He bought a quarter billion dollars in farmland in the Midwest and the South. We could have bought that land. Created black farms, black co-ops. Now you have a system where in a few years when they're up and running at peak efficiency, you start going to these few and far between black supermarkets, create something. Thousands of dollars of produce and products go into the supermarket. Supermarket takes that money, gets their profit, gives it back to the farmers. We watch restaurants do it all the time. All the farm-to-table restaurants do that. They're in conjunction with the farmers, with these farms. They're tied at the hip. Why couldn't you do that on a bigger scale? With money that you didn't have to put in. But again, y'all didn't think about that. Favorable trade deals to bring back manufacturing jobs and help black contractors, farmers, inventors, and consumers. Okay. Social media is a powerful tool. You get free advertising if you do something well. I see pictures of black farmers and black inventors. They do great things and they get thousands of likes. We just have to do a better job of promoting these people and putting our money into them. The federal money would be great, but favorable trade deals, we're not going to stop. We're not going to outbid multinationals. We know this. It's not going to happen. Those multinationals have government contracts. Unless we have government contracts that we can use as leverage, it's not going to be worth what they're paying. For that to work, we'd have to own trucking companies all over the country. And I'm not talking about small outfits. We'd have to go interstate. We'd have to have at least five trucking companies on the West Coast and the East Coast and at least 10 down South. And they all work in conjunction. That, that, there's the money we could have used. Defend religious liberty in African-American churches that lift the conscience of our nation. Again, y'all know how I feel about the church. They don't need no more money. They already get enough money pumped in to the black community. That money's just going to stay in their pockets. It's not going to circulate. And most of us don't even go to black churches anyway. But, you know. I could be wrong on that. 
And last but not least, collaborate with cities and counties to address mental illness and substance abuse. We know they don't want no drugs out of our community. We know this. Mental illness, yes, that's a huge problem in our community. That goes back to what I said about getting the holistic doctors, their own medical system. More black therapists would be nice. And black psychologists, especially child psychologists. But then again, that's why I say with the neighborhood watch, you would have had black therapists and black psychiatrists on payroll who understand black problems. Basically, that's the platinum plan in a nutshell. Now, before I go, I got to say this. Now, I promoted when I said that there's going to be $7 trillion. Take, we lost $7 trillion. They keep saying that we have $1.9 billion in spending power. You know, black people, we like to consume. We're essentially next to the Japanese, the biggest consumers on the planet. This platinum plan was $500 billion or close to. For this to really work, I estimated that we had to flip that money 10 times. Because just taking $500 billion would be a wash. We had to make sure that $5 billion outside of that decade flowed through and built things. Whether it be through assets, trade, infrastructure, things like that. If we did an accounting after those 10 years with this money and it said $5 trillion or more, it was a success. So that's why I came up with the money, $7 trillion. We let the Chucks and Pearls crew, we let the Biden sexuals, the Kamala riders, well, I call them the Kamala jockeys, And all these ill-informed idiots on Twitter tell us that because that dude with the orange, that's orange is such a racist, we're going to vote for this dude who we know is a racist because he's better than the suspected racist. So let me get this right. So we watch a man in Congress say the N-word twice. That's cool. I even have people like my wife telling me, oh, it was just a speech. He couldn't self-censor in Congress? Okay, fine. This man said, my mentor was Robert Byrd and my friend, a man who was a grand wizard in the KKK, who in the platinum plan I just read for you, who wanted outlawed. One them... Declare terrorists so federal charges can be brought against them so they can finally go away. Y'all watch the man craft a bill that destroyed black families when we were on our way to rebuilding the black family. 
I'm talking about the 94 crime bill. Because if you look at the chronological history after we left the 80s and into the 90s, when woke period, the real woke period was happening, we were rebuilding the black family. Whether you saw it on the street or you saw it on TV, you saw what? You saw black families. Middle class thriving, even if they were lower middle class, still thriving. That crime bill came in, destroyed all that. Sent black people to jail. 25 years later, he said he's not sorry that he made it. He's just upset it had unintended consequences. What did you think was going to happen when you sat there and listened to Kwesi Fumi? All these black church leaders, all these black businesses tell you that crime was out of control. You need to do something instead of them saying, let's work together to try to cure the problem. That's what the black church was supposed to be for, right? That was supposed to be the haven where if things messed up, everybody goes to the black church. Your business is failing, black church helps out. You got a problem at home, black church is supposed to mediate that. Didn't do none of that. All they did was collect money. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but the vast majority of them, all they did was plant themselves in the community, take money, and leave. Now you look. How many churches, you can go to a white neighborhood, count how many churches they have. You go to a black church, you find one every three blocks. Sometimes you could find two of them on the same block. Okay, fine. The legendary moment. He told Charlemagne, if you if you don't know if you're from me or Trump, then you ain't black. It's not like he said this after he got in. He said this on the campaign trail. Which I were cool with that. Hmm. Okay. Tells a black journalist he must be on crack for asking him a question if he's going to take cognitive test while he's in the White House? That's a simple question. But you had to say, what do you want, crack? Do you think he would have said that to any other reporter that was not black? Well, I take that back. He wouldn't have said that to a black woman. Nope, he would not have. He said that to a black man. Okay. The man said... The reason why I was able to weather the pandemic was because a black woman kept the store shelves stocked. But yet when he talked about Hispanics, he called, he said the nurses and doctors and EMTs. So he put them above the black woman. Which I were cool with that. You watch this man. I know a lot of y'all don't remember this. I even had to be reminded of it. Y'all watch this man do a rally at a school in front of 10 people and some people behind him. Somebody made a comment on the right side of him. He decided to say, what, folks? They going to put y'all back in chains. Y'all listen to this Dixiecrat tell you, as a black person, they're going to put y'all back in chains. Then months later say, no constitutional amendment is absolute. 
13th, 14th, 15th. Not, not absolute. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, Seventh, Eighth, Ninth, Tenth, all the way down to the 22nd. Not worth it, huh? Not absolute. The party of the jackasses has control of all three branches where they can make law. If they so choose, they could put us right back in slavery tomorrow. You saw how quick they gave AAPI that money. Only two people stood up. Two Republicans. Everybody else said, give them the money. But we get HR 40 every year. Asians can get hate crime task force but black people can't get hate crime task force they can get 50 million dollars easy we can't even say okay let's give black folks black families a thousand dollars Every quarter. As reparations. Can't even do that. Hell out. We take 500. Make the effort. They don't even want to make the effort. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to get mad. I'm going to look it up right now. Y'all remember the Tulsa stuff that happened on Monday? Them buck dancing congressional black cuck asses sitting up there dancing. Talking about praise and worship and all that crap. Because Biden said, oh, we're going to give, what was it? 300000 to the surviving families, something like that. It was like 100000 each. Okay, where's the $30 million that the Centennial Commission gave for this uh, that they raised? Where is that money? They canceled their concert thing that they were supposed to have today. They were supposed to have, oh, well, I'm going to be respectful. Stacey Abrams and John Legend down there. Where, 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 where is that money? Did they give it back? Bet you they didn't. I'm going to show y'all something. Y'all going to be upset when you see this, folks. But I know a lot of this past your purview. Only the pro-blacks pick this up. What does that title say, folks? What does that title say? I'm going to move it down a little bit so you can see the whole thing. What does that title say, folks? Shout out to Tam Talks. She's great on here on, on YouTube. I sent her this. Oh, she I know she's upset. And she don't post political stuff. And she's always told me that they're both bad. That's fine. I, I, I'm not. I'm not either side. I stay in the middle. I'm independent. I just know Democrats are trash. There are good Democrats like Tulsi. They're good Republicans, like Rand Paul. I think both parties are trash. I even said, whatever party loses the election, the other one 
they have to start. They have to get younger. They have to get better thinkers in there. And I don't see the Republicans doing it. But what does that say, folks? For those on the audio, Yahoo News, four days ago, Biden privately tells lawmakers not to expect much of reparations legislation, but you gave AAPI $50 million. You watched your constituents. I'm sorry. You saw your colleagues, Andrew Cuomo, de Blasio, Nancy Pelosi, tell y'all, go shop in your Chinatowns when this pandemic started. You didn't hear nothing about them saying, go to your black neighborhoods, go to your own neighborhoods, infuse money in there because small business is the backbone of this country. No, you shot, you shut all of them down, left the multinationals up. They made record profits. We have small businesses that can't reopen. And now here we are. You watching this man sit up here and tell you y'all's reparations and eh, we might not have the money for it. We might give you an IOU like we've been doing. But y'all let this pass you. But you Negroes are going to go get a vaccine that you have no knowledge of what it's going to do. By the way, I'm just going to throw something in there because I know they're going to put the thing on the bottom of my video anyway. It has HIV in it. Okay. It has the antibodies in it. It has the antibodies for type 2 diabetes. Yes, all vaccines have this. But guess what? We've been hearing cases of people catching HIV and diabetes and Bell's palsy. And Bell's palsy don't show up in black people like that. Just something for y'all to go research later. But yes, this man. And look who's on the stage when he said it, folks. Look at this. Look at the three black men they put here. This is supposed to make us cool with it. Hmm. He called out the racism most... The most blunt any president's ever done. He called out racism, but he then tells you, I don't know much if we're going to do this reparations piece. The bill passed out of the House Judiciary Committee in April for the first time since it was reduced in 1989. 1989, folks. It's been 32 years. And they're still studying it. They just got the commission. He supports the bill. He's not going to put it. He's not going to endorse it. But you watch Sheila Jackson Lee and that other idiot sit out there dancing. Dancing. The same woman who, who lives in Texas, represents Texas, represents Houston, the fourth largest city in this country, doesn't know what, what an assault rifle is. But she damn sure made sure to vote for the AAPI reparations. Damn sure made sure she did that. Damn sure made... Sh 
made sure she voted for those for those task force that are going to affect her community. Damn sure made sure of that. Hmm. Okay. Black people. Not to toot my own horn, and I do it a lot. I warned you this was going to happen. Go back when I did the original show about this. I said, you make sure you get your black conservatives on your side because they can talk for that. They can talk for us to the other groups. They're willing to listen to them because they run on the ideological spectrum and they run on issues. They don't run on this. I'm playing color with my politics. Now, I know I've been critical of ideologies in the past, but sometimes you have to use an ideology to get people to listen to your issues. I told you, the black conservatives were your best shot to get what we needed. If we would have gotten him back in, how awesome would it have been to see black conservatives, who y'all call coons, sitting across the table with y'all so-called black leaders who are both diametrically opposed on certain issues, but when it comes to this, everybody get money, everybody could have worked it out. The man started appointing people to this commission to get this hammered out. Claude Anderson was on it. Thomas Sowell was on it. Larry Under was on it. Boyce Watkins was on it. Ice Cube was going to be the head of it. We would have had other black people on this. Everybody from different ideological spectrums would have been sitting in a room or sitting on Zoom hammering this out so we could go to Congress with this. Maybe, it get, maybe if he got in, it would have been implemented in 2024. And it would have been a boost to him before he leaves. But we would have had something. We present it to Congress. If they shoot it down, then we know that they're real, that they're all racist. We find out who shot it down, make sure they don't get voted back in again. If it does go through, good. Everybody works. Everybody starts getting the tangibles that we needed. But whoever voted still against it, we would have known who they are. We we don't pay attention to them anymore. The platinum plan was announced. How many people went against it? I asked that question again. The platinum plan was introduced. How many people went against it? I heard black people go against it. I mentioned it in the beginning. The cocktails with chicken heads went against it. Alicia Garza went against it. We watched Ice Cube get dragged through the mud on this. We watched the cocktails with chicken heads get mad at Ice Cube because he didn't have a separate section for black women. 
yet black women get all the advantages of people that come out of our community, but they want more. Three black men came up with a framework where everybody works, everybody gets what they need. But because some jerk from an organization that is making black people look bad around the world who lives with a white trans man, not a black trans man or woman, she didn't even stay black. She went to white supremacy folk. She's married to white supremacy, but she got to yell at a black man over something that was going to help black people. Then said, and I love this line, I couldn't go outside and be with my people because I was getting death threats. Hey, Alicia, if anybody ever sends you this, I want you to hear this and hear this good. Guess what? Malcolm X got how many death threats every day? He still went outside. Martin Luther King got how many death threats? He still went outside. According to y'all's history books, Shahzad Ali got death threats. She still went outside. Your favorite rapper gets death threats every day. He goes outside. She goes outside. Even the lowest, lowest black person on Facebook with one person watching their live, which is probably themselves, talking about how they're going to kill somebody, they still go outside. But you, who has the financial means to hire security, get bulletproof vests, even invest in getting a gun and doing some guns, gun training, you can't go outside because you're afraid of some death threats? No, let's tell the truth. You, Patrice and Opal, is afraid to go outside because you know black people like me would run up on you and start asking you questions. All y'all of that ilk. Crump, he stays safe. Notice how Crump don't go around unless there's cameras around. He ain't going to go outside and ask hard, and answer hard questions. Tamika Mallory, ain't, she ain't with the people. Notice, she got on after going viral. When's the last time she went and go talk to regular black folks? Nah, she ain't going to go around us because we know we're going to ask a question. $90 million BLM got. Where is that money? Again, just because it was the wrong white man, black people let $7 trillion over 10 years disappear from the community. But then y'all want to scream by reparations. It's funny. Quite funny. But anyway, folks, I'm going to get up out of here because I'm tired. Ah, Thank you 
for entertaining me and I'm really leaving because my kid is going to just be loud at 10 o'clock at night. I don't understand how she has all this energy. I think it's because she's half Jamaican, but whatever. I'm going to go. Remember, tomorrow on Instagram, I think it's, I think what we say about six o'clock, six, seven o'clock. Yes, I'm going to be with Miss Shalakemia on her. On, we're going to do a live together. And it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to bring up Kevin Samuels, Monique's comments about bonnets. Um, what else did we say? We're going to bring up black women out of order. It's going to be fun. So I'm fun. Let's see. Yeah, around seven o'clock. So just make sure you're following her and myself on Instagram. So when you see it pop up, you could jump in and cuss me out because I'm—I know both of us are gonna say something that y'all not gonna like, but you gotta hear the truth. Uh, da, 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 da. yes, and I had put up a post with what I just showed you guys about Biden. So interact on that. Send it to your people because I need y'all to make sure you understand what your vote got you and. Enjoy the rest of your night. Take care. Stay safe. Unless you live in Georgia, Texas, or Florida. And I think Ohio's next up. Wear your mask and get your supplies. And just remember, it's okay. Black people are resilient. We're going to make sure that we take care of ourselves. But if you need to get your hair cut, do it yourself. Because it doesn't make sense for you to go get a jab with your fade or your washing set or your deep conditioning. But I swear to God, if I catch one of y'all getting a weave and then you getting a needle in your arm, I'm going to roast you to death. I'm out. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.